tell anybody that wants to go into podcasting, don't worry about getting it right. Get started. Because we started roughly eight years ago and we should have started nine years ago. And had I started a year earlier, we would have made the mistakes earlier that everybody makes and we'd be further ahead. Everybody, my name is Pete McPherson. You're listening to the Do You Even Blog podcast once again, and thank you for doing that. By the way, I appreciate it. Today's guest is none other than the one, the only Joe Saul Cihai from Stacking Benjamin's fame. That's right. He's the man. Joe has been in media, podcasting, radio, all that great stuff for a long time. He's a celebrity in the personal finance community, I would argue, and he is incredibly gifted at producing quality audio. I'm going to say that again, right? Joe, my good friend, my good buddy, he's totally funny. He's an awesome guy. He is incredibly gifted at the art of producing good quality audio podcasts that people want to listen to. How to sound good on a microphone, interviewing tips, hosting a show, running segments on a podcast, all that stuff Joe is the complete master of. So this episode was recorded live with Joe on the floor, the Expo Hall floor, a podcast movement 2019 in Orlando, Florida, hence the slight rustle of background noise and the energy and the sweat, maybe not the sweat. Joe and I sat down live to have this little chat about podcasting and producing all that quality audio. That's what he's here to talk about today. And so this episode is clearly for either podcasters, Duh. Or those of you looking to start podcasts, there are probably a few tips that bloggers and bloggers alone, those of you out there that are like, no way, Jose, I ain't going to do no podcast. First of all, I would challenge that. Why? What's the big deal there? What's the hang up? But even for y'all, I think there are a few great takeaways. I will provide one or two slight comments slash notes slash takeaways at the end after the chat with Joe. So you can fast forward to the end if you're super short on time. But this is a short episode anyway. So just listen, man. Just do it, dog. You feel me? It's my podcast. Listen to it. No, seriously. You can find out more at doyouevenblog.com slash podcast. You can find the show notes for Joe Salsi High. Takeaways at the end. And mm, I believe that is it. Thank you for listening to my intro. <laughs> I tried to keep it short. Anyways, I hope you all enjoy this amazing chat with the one, the only Joe Salsi High. Joe, Saul hi. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy to be here. I can't believe I gave you 20 bucks and you let me on the show. Yeah. Uh, tell me exactly how many hours of research and prep have you done for this recording right here? Uh, about nine. Ooh, about that's strong. Nine. That's strong. He's joking. I asked him uh, literally 18 and a half minutes ago, <laughs> Joe, you want to come on my podcast? We got like two microphones right here. And you said yes. So yes. thank you. But that's what I like about places like this at Podcast Movement. Where we, I mean, it's the one time we're all together. You know, face-to-face stuff is always totally. better, totally. Um, even than Skype, you know, using oh, yeah. Skype video. It's, oh, yeah. w- which I found that quite a while ago, maybe two years ago. But, but people have been telling me for several years that I need to do video. I'm like, no, I don't. I want to conserve bandwidth. You have a face for podcasting. I totally cool. have a face for radio. <laughs> yes. But anyway. Yeah. So this is going to be a shorter interview because you've got to go pretty quickly. I would love to talk about, I made this up in the bathroom, by the way, when it was like, oh, Joe and I are going to sit down and record. I got to find a topic. What are we going to talk about? Of course, I want to talk about podcasting and mainly how to be effective on the microphone. I know that's like 
super broad. We'll get into that in just a second. But in order to lead up to that, I want to ask you really quick about your pre-podcasting days. I actually don't know a whole lot about sure. your background other than the fact that you were in media in some way. So what did you do? How did you eventually get to here? I was a financial planner for 16 years, and I was also the last nine of those, one of 12 financial advisors with my company, American Express and then Ameriprise, that uh, we got spun off by American Express, that were allowed to speak on behalf of the company without going through compliance first. So the financial services industry, as you know, highly regulated. And so everybody has this compliance department so people don't say the wrong thing. (laughs) I went through this extensive media training so they had enough trust in me that I wouldn't say the wrong thing. So then whenever there was a media opportunity, I was one of 12 people in the nation that would get sent out to do that. So I, I ended up on, you know, radio, print, video uh, stuff for nine years. Did you just have a knack for being interviewed or being in front of a camera or being on the microphone? Did you always have that or did they like teach that to you in the training? No, you know, there's 10,000 hours in anything that you're really good at. And uh, mine, when I was a kid, my cousins and my brother and sister and I would put on these plays around the holidays for our parents. And it was always a variety show. You saw a video of this? And I would, no, you know what's funny? There is a picture somewhere that I really wish I could find. And it's, and it's of us doing the variety show. We had this fake radio station called WACO, which I didn't know was Waco, Texas. I thought that was Wacko, right? I thought it was Wacko Radio. And so I wrote up these scripts. Everybody had a thing that they had to do. So early on, I was always interested in the medium. I would, we had this baseball game that my brother and I had, you know, like the stratomatic baseball stuff where a guy comes up to bat and you flip over a couple cards, see if he gets a hit. Mm. So we would play these board games, but (laughs) I would run a tape recorder back in the day. I'd run a tape recorder and I would pretend like I was the announcer for the game. We'd have commercial breaks. We would do all kinds of... uh, The pieces of the puzzle are starting to come together here, Joe. And then in high school, school, my brother and I started a disc jockey company where we were doing high school dances and wedding receptions. And so a microphone and I have been together for a long time. Okay. Oh, gosh. Okay, this is super interesting now. So many questions here, Joe. I wanted to go through the whole transition from that into podcasting specifically. Sure. Let's do a short version of that. Yep. What was what year were you, was Stacking Vitamins the first podcast you did? No, it was the third one. It was oh. the third iteration. Okay, I don't know the first two. It it it, it is the same show. Oh, okay. it, it's the same show. It, it was Stacking Benjamins, but it just morphed because we didn't get it right. Oh. And I would tell anybody that wants to go into podcasting, don't worry about getting it right. Get started. Yeah. Because we started roughly eight years ago, and we should have started nine years ago. And had I started a year earlier, we would have made the mistakes earlier that everybody makes, and we'd be further ahead. So we waited a year, mostly because I couldn't figure out how you took this thing we're doing here with microphones. Mm-hmm. And you got it to the person's device. I've been listening to podcasts for quite a while, and I always thought it was a modern miracle that I could listen to a podcast that somebody in Pittsburgh or Miami was making. It was just amazing to me. Yeah, still is to me in some way. Yeah, but the fact is, and you and I know this, it's way easier than you think it is. Totally. It's like riding a bike. You've got these people that are here around us that do that for a living. I just send the file to them and, you know, do it the right way, which is like step one, step two, step three, and bam, everybody's got it. Okay. So this is going to be a great transition. You had mentioned the words easy. And it is. I agree with you. 
But I also, so my wife is also starting a podcast at the moment. She has a lovely voice. She is very in tune with performing. She's a world-class musician and singer, and she's, she's totally comfortable with that. However, we're in the phase right now where I know she's going to be great because I know her, and she's done a lot of stuff kind of like this in the past. I know it's going to work, but it's still like the very first time she's sitting down to actually record her own podcast, and... She's back here talking. You can probably barely hear me, but I know what I'm going to say. I know what I'm going to say. And then she steps up to the mic and it's like, and she's not really sure. Like, and she second guesses herself. It's something that everybody, in my opinion, I definitely went through this when they first start out is becoming more comfortable on the mic and becoming more comfortable with thinking through what they're going to say, whether that's doing the research beforehand or sitting down in an interview style and kind of trying to be present and also thinking about what the next question is and trying to have like a great interview or trying to deliver great content that people are going to understand while thinking through it in your head at the same time. So Joe, I'm going to ask you to write me a listicle blog post right here on the air. I'm a blogger. I run in listicles. Like that's how I, I see the world. Like it's kind of like the matrix where a lot of Neo sees the world through like <laughs> computer screens and stuff. Yeah. I see the world through listicle blog posts. So that is a horrible hell you live in, I know, my it's terrible. friend. It's terrible. I have to break out of that one day. So write for me, if you will, it could be two bullet points or five bullet points, some tips for people when I want to start a podcast. I kind of got the tech stuff rolling. I got a mic. I have the equipment. I know where I'm going to host. Like I, I understand getting to Apple Podcasts now. They got some of that stuff figured out. They want to do a solo show or an interview. What tips do you have for them for sounding good on the mic, being more comfortable maybe? just trying to think through delivery, how to uh, attune their voice? Is it a mentality, uh, a mindset thing? Just give us some general tips on performing well on a microphone. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, and I'll start with the most basic one, which is you're going to mess it up. You're going to hate your voice. It's going to really sound like nails on a chalkboard. And you're not going to be good because it is a 10,000 hours kind of thing. Totally. So realize you're going to make mistakes. And the only way not to is to start talking because you will figure out how far away from the mic to be. You'll figure out how to not pop every P and all the stuff that, I don't know. I feel like some of these articles on, on mic <laughs> stuff are just overblown. I've, I've, you know, you just, you get on the microphone and you, then you evaluate yourself. I think this is the important part is constantly sharpen your saw and think about how can I get better? And the mm. way to do that, I think is two things. It's number one, think in terms of stories. Podcasts are phenomenal story vehicles. And instead of trying to get facts, try to get stories because facts are fantastic in listicle world, in yeah, blog world. That's right. In blog world, facts are fantastic. Mm -hmm. Facts suck on a podcast. Our, our eyes are designed for factual stuff. Our ears are designed for storytelling. Right. So, no, now don't get me wrong. You can still have facts. We have a show coming up where uh, we have a lawyer on, and she's talking about what to do after the car accident. And everybody, okay. by the way, learns from their parents or a close friend right. uh, what to do. But nobody ever gets the professional. What should you really do? Right. So she comes on, and she's talking about that. Now, th that could be a listicle. Yep. For a podcast, that's horrible. So we told very specific stories about, about car accidents mm -hmm. and then where the person messed up. 
And then we could go through these statistics. Five out of uh, seven people don't, you know, don't have the right insurance or whatever it might be. I don't know. I just made that up. But stats after the story are fantastic. So always think story versus fact. Can I chime in really quick? Sure. I want to know what you think about this too. I tend to be the person who's super overwhelmed by that word and always has been like, oh, you should tell stories in your marketing and marketing uh, stories, humans, human brains revolve around stories. I never understood what that meant until I'd read like several books because I was just mad. I was like, what does that mean? I don't know what stories mean. I got to figure this out. And one thing that actually really helped me was just thinking about the words examples and then sometimes like metaphors. Yeah. I feel like that's less overwhelming to a lot of people, especially in my audience, one of the kind of translate into stories, a lot of times if you just tell them like, what's an example of that, they will tell a story Yeah, in a lot of cases. Right. No, I think that's great. I also think it, it starts with construction. My construction of the show, Pete, has changed where it used to be I was trying to make a point about a thing, which is what a lot of blog posts do. Mm. Now, I don't really care as much about the point about the thing as I'm looking for stories. Mm. So I start with the storyteller. I want the storyteller to come on. So when, when people pitch us, I, I tell them right in our pitch, I said, tell me a story where I won't know the end. If you pitch me a story where the end is different than I think, and usually the story is going to go like this. And this is borrowed, by the way, directly from a great book called Bird on a Wire, which is uh, how NPR shows make their make their shows. Really? Yes. Bird on a Wire. Bird on a Wire. So okay. it's, it's fantastic. And by the way, it's presented like a graphic novel, like cartoons okay it's it, it's awesome so oh, this american life and um it's largely this american life and planet money okay. and how they construct their shows but oh, man. but the story goes like this it's so and so was trying to get x and then y got in the way yeah so somebody has a goal and you think about that that's just basic storytelling sure. and it's funny being a financial podcaster i never thought that stories you know i didn't really think about that at first then i started coming to conferences like this and i went to a couple storytelling sessions and i went my goodness money stories are way more fun yeah money bloggers that tell stories mm-hmm. about their very personal life and what they do way beat blogs from the financial planner who's telling you exactly how to you know what percentages need yeah, to be lots in your of numbers lots of facts yeah. data that sort of stuff yeah so i think construction wise look for the story first versus look for the fact the next thing though that i would say about being good on the mic is put away the pre-done questions <laughs> and just be interested in the conversation so I like the fact that you're sitting here interviewing me right now without questions. I mean, right. you are, you're just, we're, we're having this discussion. Yeah. And I find that, especially for a new podcaster, those prearranged questions are a crutch. Yes. I will tell you this. I have some things I want my interviewee to get to. I have points I want them to get to. So if you've written a book... I know that I want you to talk about the time that you did X that I read in the book. Mm. I know that I also want you to bring up this very important thing that my listeners need to know. So, but I want you to say it, not me. Right. So I do have those, but those are just lead off topics. And then I know for the next five, six, seven minutes, I'm going to have to be involved in that story and ask good follow-up questions. So how do you specifically organize organize this for your own shows. It's like an index card, like a piece of paper, bullet points. 
like you just write down, I don't want to forget like these three things throughout the interview. I don't want to miss these three topics. Yeah. That sort of stuff? Bullet points on a Google Doc. Okay. So I'll go through, I'll just go through somebody's book. Uh, I usually read the first three chapters because our interviews are only 15 minutes long. And frankly, I want two things to happen. I want my listener to get a more in-depth dive and not a little smattering of what's the book about. They don't want a sales pitch about the book. They want to get some meat. But also the the author wants to sell a book. Yep. So if I if I make our discussion from the beginning of the book, both things happen. If my my listener gets what they want and if they like it, they can go buy the rest of the book. Oh, I want to hear more of that. Yes. I want to see more of that. Yes. But we can also dive deep. But but anyway, so those but those questions I start off just with this 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 then I look at those and I and and this is important and it's really fun. I organize the discussion like a James Bond movie. James Bond movies okay. always start with a car chase and or some action sequence. Right. So I don't do the thing that I hear on really bad podcasts. You'll notice really good podcasts do it this way. Uh-oh. Uh, they don't do it this way. I've got to qualify my own podcast whenever you say this. Well, they don't say, they don't say hey, uh, tell me about yourself, Right. right? They start off with, and I'll give you an example of a woman that you and I both know. Her name's Lisa Peterson. Lisa Peterson is a money coach, but she also is about feelings around money. Mm-hmm. I know all that. I could have said, Lisa, tell me a little bit about your practice. Oh, how boring is that radio? Right? <laughs> yeah. no, 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 I don't, my listener doesn't care. Um, I listen to a ton of podcasts. I'm like, please don't. Don't give me the sales pitch. Uh, instead, I started with this. Lisa, back in 1997, I think it was in June, you were sitting in your doctor's office reading a magazine. Tell me what happened. Yeah. And she says, the, I heard the uh, elevator door open behind me. Do you know the story? No, I don't. Oh, huh. I, do, do you know Lisa? I do. Yeah. yeah. So I heard the elevator door open behind me. And it just, it just I could hear the feet and the guy just seemed kind of, it just seemed kind of weird. And I look over and there's a guy and there's nothing different about him. He's wearing, he's wearing like a, like a raincoat trench coat kind of thing, but he just seems off and I can't figure it out, mm. but he's striding very matter of factly toward the door where the doctors and nurses are in the exam rooms. And the woman at the recep- the receptionist lady goes, excuse me, sir, you can't go back there. And without saying a thing, he just turns to her, opens his trench coat and all everybody saw was guns. Right. She screams, dives behind the desk. People start screaming and running. He opens up the door and goes back. We started the interview there because of the fact that it brings everybody in. Do you want to hear the end yeah. of that story? Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to hear the end of the story. Yeah. Yes. So it's come great. listen to our show. You can hear the end. Of, no, I'm kidding. The, uh, I, I <laughs> you mean, can go buy my book right now. That's right. It's on Amazon. That's right. Joe Saul High tells podcast guest stories. <laughs> I tell the first half and then you listen to the show to get the second half. <laughs> no. Um, and I mean, what happened was pretty obvious. He went back there and killed the doctor, killed the nurse, took out a couple innocent bystanders and then uh, committed suicide. The, but it made her think differently about life and consequently about money. And it gave us then this very intense conversation that we wouldn't have had had I said, Lisa, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this is so funny. Listening to you on all this stuff, the hard part is, and I can see a bunch of like listeners thinking this is like really great info. 
The problem is that that involves work, doing research up front. If you're going to do podcast interviews, or even if you're not doing interviews, just like sit down and talk about a topic, it takes like upfront work, like yeah. research, like planning and being able to go off of like four bullet points on a Google Doc. It takes a little bit of knowing what's behind those bullet points. So right. you can sit on the mic and actually talk about it and then just glance over at your notes or whatever yes. and get reminded. And then you're back into like the interview or whatever. Yes. No but but oh. think about what you're putting out to the world. But you're putting out this thing that represents you. And mm -hmm. I love uh, management experts. I love talking about how processes happen and how things are made. Tom Peters is a guy who's been around forever. He's a great management guru. Tom Peters says, why, why would anybody come to their job and go, hey, guess what? I'm going to suck today. Yeah. Like nobody wants to do that. Right. Everybody wakes up and goes, no, I want to do, be really good at my job. And if you want to be really good at your job, that's why you do the work. Mm -hmm. You do the work so that I don't do the work for my guest. Although I will have guests on our show that go, man, you were prepared. And I tell them back, I'm like, I'm not prepared for you. I'm prepared because I listen to podcasts and you have to make the show that you want to listen to. It's good content. You know, you, you totally, I go on these five mile runs and crap. I do not want to stop and change <laughs> to a different podcast. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. it sucks. Yeah. I want to, I want to be able to stick with it. I like that. Well, Joe, I know you got to go. Uh, you got a focus group on your own I do. show. So you should probably be there. I do. Yeah. Why don't you give us. This might be like totally bad podcast form, but how he's feel bad excluding this. Tell us where we can find you. Tell us where we can get your book uh, that's imaginary. This is on great Amazon. But form. Sure. Always at the end. Okay. Always. At, it's fantastic. Nice job. Yes. <laughs> now Pete's going, uh oh, am I doing it right? I know. I'm second guessing myself on the microphone now. Oh, they're like, this is awkward. This is no. Awkward. Uh, you've got a great show. So, uh, Stacky Benjamin Show is every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, wherever you find your podcast stuff. We're everywhere. And then our new show, uh, Bobby Rebell and I, Money with Friends, is a show where we take current financial headlines and say, what does that mean to me? Mm. That's every Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. So Tuesday, Thursday. Well, you're like every day of the week almost. I am for every day but Sunday. We like take Chick-fil-A. You Sunday. take Sundays off. That's right. in Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> Stacking Benjamins. Lovely show. Joe, you are a wonder to all the people in, I'd say the podcasting community at this point, but definitely the financial like FinCon community. So kudos to you. Thanks for sitting down with me and being so candid as well. I appreciate it. Thank you. Dude, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Alrighty then, Blog Tribe. I hope you enjoyed that awesome chat with the one and only Joe Saul C. Hi. Awesome dude. Great podcaster. Let me hit you with just one or two. Actually, just one. Let me hit you with one single takeaway that I had from this chat with Joe. Tell more stories. Now, that's a little bit overwhelming, hence me creating an entire series on this podcast last summer, actually. It's called Stories That Sell. If you go to my site, doeveenblog.com, just scroll down to the very bottom, there's a search function. <laughs> just type in stories or stories that sell. How dare I not provide you with like a very specific URL, by the way, making you do work. Awkward, awkward podcaster. No, you can find that little series on the blog that walks you through the building blocks of crafting a narrative, the building blocks of crafting stories, examples, and metaphors to use in your content, both audio and on your blog, baby. That's right. It's just so powerful for reader engagement, obviously listener engagement. It works very well in podcast format. Not even very well. It's almost mandatory in podcast format, probably. So if you're interested in learning more about that, well, you can use my uh, Stories That Sell series right there on the podcast. Found in your podcast player. 
believe it's from July or August of this past year. Or you can just go search for it on doyouemblog.com. No, seriously, that's my one takeaway. Actually, I have another call to action, a CTA in Blogospear speak, right? Do you want to hear me talk more about podcasting? Yes or no? <laughs> I've talked a lot about podcasting. I've had Steve Stewart on, Chris Browning, Carrie, who monetized her blog in month one. I've had uh, you know a few blog posts here and there. I want you to tell me, do you want me to talk about podcasting more, the art of podcasting? I'll, I'll do some editing YouTube videos and teach you some technical stuff behind the scenes. I'm good at that. I'll do some of that too. But I really want to talk to amazing producers of audio. And I want to hear if you would enjoy that. So hit me up on the Twitter at do you even blog on Twitter. Tell me there or email me Pete at do you even blog.com. There you go. I would sincerely appreciate your feedback. And that my good blogger friends or podcaster friends is as they say, the end. That's all I got. Thank you so much for listening to the Do You Even Blog podcast. Thank you again to Joe, by the way. If you love Joe, hit him up on Twitter. Send that dude like a, a, a fancy tweet with a gif in it and let him know that you heard him on the Do You Even Blog podcast and that you enjoyed the sound of his voice. If I know Joe, he'd appreciate that. Uh, that was supposed to be a joke, I guess. Uh, Joe, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. If you do listen to this, and thank you guys once again for listening. If you enjoyed the show, just tell a friend. That's all I ask. You can go leave me a rating and review, too. Hey, boom. Stop your car. Pull over to the side of the road. Go leave me an iTunes. iTunes. Apple Podcast review or yada, yada. You get the point. If you love it, leave a review. If you love it, tell a friend. That's all I can ask. Dear reader. Dear listener, I suppose. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. And I will see you next week. Adios. Adios.